Boots and cats and boots and cats. This is You'll Die Trying. I'm Jonathan Carroll. I'm Nathan Morris. Ah, hey, it's like seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, haven't had a chance to be together. It's good to see you. I feel like I should introduce myself to you. Hello, I'm Nathan, buddy. I'm Jonathan. I love your shirt. Thank you. We kind of match each other today. Do a little purple going a little purple on. Purple going on. This is TJ Maxx special here. It, on Tuesdays, well, when I was in high school, Tuesdays were the days in which they got the new shipments in. So, yeah, yeah, we'd go to. I the love TJ, TJ Maxx. Maxx. Yeah, I love it. I rarely ever find a good find because it's kind of a hit or miss place. You got to um, dig. You got to work really hard you for do. it. You do. Yeah. It's sometimes worth it, sometimes not. But thank you. I, li- I do like your tie. Thanks, man. Well, I've I've missed you. You too. Glad we're here together. Yeah. This, this is episode I have no idea. This is 95. Okay. That's got a good ring to it. 95. Yeah. That was a good year. I don't remember it. I don't either. Let's see. 96, 95. It was my, I was halfway through my college uh, career at this point. 95. Really? August of 95, 93, 94, 94, 95. I was getting ready to start my junior year. I was um, playing G.I. Joe's in the front yard. Yeah, it's 10 years between us. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah, Joe. Real American hero. So how's it going for you? My mind, I, I made a list yesterday of all the things that we all have going on together. I'm do, Obviously, my hair's, my hair's on point today, so I'm not wearing my headphones. I'm sorry. I'm gotcha. just going to point that out. Yours looks good, too, but yours is shorter than mine, and so it messes up not as easily as mine. Well, I put the, the band on the back of my, on the crown of my head. Yeah, but my crown, this is so stupid. I don't even care. Anywho. To-do list. The to-do list of all the things that are going on, and I sent it to... I don't remember who I sent it to. Someone. And then I reread through it. And I was like, oh my. It was to Brandy at Holder. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my gosh, you all have a lot going on. Yeah. Between all the renovations and constructions and compressors going out and exploding. You got that video. Yeah. This is fun. Property maintenance is uh, it's a non-stop ongoing yes. headache. Yeah. So I would love to uh, put this out there to anybody who knows anybody who has uh, the capabilities of fixing absolutely anything and is potentially looking for a career change, I assure you Dr. Carroll would jump on an interview. Yep. So Give anyway. me a buzz. Yeah. Well, I'd like to talk a little bit today about community. Please. Not in the sense of uh, we all live in the same zip code, not in the sense of that beloved community Martin Luther King Jr. talks about, not in the sense of what congregations, synagogues, and temples talk about. I mean, having people in your life. Yeah. Um, because when the chips are down, it's vital that we be there for people who are suffering. There's someone I know who lost their grandfather. One day and two days later, their entire house burned down. 
and it's believed that it's one of four properties in a spate of suspected arsons in this community where we live, this Owensboro, Davis County area. That is awful. There are people who are suffering the death of a infant born just days ago. There are people suffering um, in their personal lives, in their businesses, in their families, uh, with their spouses, with their children. And other, you know, in my world, of course, I see that and I hear that every day because that's, that's why I'm there, is to be community for someone and to give them skills and tools to think about and, and manage, handle, and cope the stressors of life. But people also need friends and loved ones and family members who can put aside their stuff and be present and, and, uh, and be helpful. Ideally, of course, we would experience that in our, in our closest circles. Um, but sometimes we, you know, we get, we get lost or get caught up or, you know, we get um, busy in our own stuff and we forget to pay attention to the people who are closest to us. We might not listen as well. We might become self-absorbed or whatever. And I know that's a problem that I have sometimes. So I want to just have a conversation about how important it is that we not, not that people be there for us, but that we be there for people. It sounds beautiful. It's easier said than done too. I mean, life is life and we are all literally swimming through it together. Well, sometimes together, meaning collectively, not so much always together. Um, Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're all just trying to keep our heads above water, literally. And every man, woman, child for themselves sometimes does come into play and it doesn't mean that we're bad or I, I have this when I get really focused on something, you know, I, I literally for the past almost year of my life with a business deal just consumes me and every up and down, I find it affecting my ups and downs mm-hmm. and, you know, that in turn affects my spouse and my kids and my time with my kids and pushing them on the swing. And I mean, we just can't be on all the time. You know, and that's where community comes into play. That that's where the people that are kind of swimming beside you and maybe kind of have a little bit more energy at that point can kind of put their arm under yours and just be like, Hey, I got you for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a I think there's a talent, uh, maybe not a talent, but um like being keyed in and being able to realize like maybe when you need to kind of step up, step in to listen or to help, you know, to kind of you last, yourself last. I don't know. I just think it's um, there's opportunities all around to be good community members. It's interesting. I've mentioned once before, um, you know, how important I think friendship is. And yet I don't think that I'm very good at it. I think you have a hard well, I don't. My opinion is it would be hard for someone in your world to have friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it's true because you see so many people mm-hmm. that no one knows about, right? But you, right? And you, by your being bound in confidence and 
right? All these things, you know, we went out to eat the other night. Heck, do you know how many people we came that came up and talked to both of us at the table? I don't know if my, you know, my, I don't know if you've talked to them or know them or not. So you almost have to create this essentially a wall, yeah, a barrier, if you will, between even your friend, me, and potential clients so that there's no, it'd be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it would be exhausting. It makes it interesting. That's for yeah. sure. And, you know, I think also people, people don't want to, uh, feel like they're just a, another one and, and, and they don't want to be burdened or, or they don't want to be, uh, analyzed, which of course that, that doesn't happen. But, um, I don't know. I think friendship is, is hard. It's one of the oldest forms of relationship, of course, but it's, it's, it's hard because it requires, uh, you to be open and be present and attentive and curious and, Frankly, I think those are some of the things that I need to be working on, being more open, because I do tend to kind of close off and hold things in and close to my vest. Um, I think I need to be working on being more um, curious and attentive, uh, ask more questions, um, ironically be a better listener, because that's part of, that, that's like the number one skill in my toolbox. Uh, I just mix metaphors. Um is to be able we to listen, did. yeah, and uh, and so. I, but I think as a result, I, I don't always. I'm not always a great listener outside of of my work, and that means my work gets the best of me, which means my family doesn't, which means my family suffers. And then if I'm not curious, then I'm not paying attention to that. I don't notice it, and then things can build up, and then people are hurt, and then I'm, you know, sad because I didn't I didn't see it, and that's that's tough and there isn't anybody to talk to about that of course other than the people who are closest to you and if the people are closest to you or people that that you've heard or upset then you're literally 100 percent all alone in the world so that can be hard that's why i think it's so important to to uh number one have a self with whom you can be alone and um nurture and nourish and 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 uh care of so that you do you know you give yourself what you need and you don't depend on someone else to do it and and then you also you know try to uh do a serious critical inventory of yourself and things that need to be improved and uh or see a professional um sometimes is a really good way to get to the bottom of all that so i think that's important and it it all comes down around again for me to authenticity, which uh, I think is something that I talk a lot about because maybe I don't experience it. Remember I said once that we... Be authentic. Remember I said once that we talk about things uh, mostly that we don't actually experience. Like what yeah. we talk about the most, we experience the least. Right. And I do think that I talk a lot about authenticity because I it's like a dream. It's a goal. But I know that I'm not there. So I think I talk about it a lot because I'm not exactly experiencing it a lot. And that goes back to the whole, what does that mean, you know, to be authentic? Right. Are you asking me? Yeah. That's the million dollar question. Like I thought, I think about like when you said that, I thought, well, I mean, you're so kind to people and it's genuine. So I think being genuine is being authentic, like having no... um 
ulterior motives of any kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are where my these are the things that my mind goes to with authenticity. It's just like this whole all encompassing what you see is what you get kind of thing. Like, I'm fine with that, I, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm not <laughs> totally authentic either. I'm I want to be. I mean, I I want to be, and I think that's also. Not just because you're not 100% authentic does not mean you're even slightly fake. I agree with that I, because I think being fake is intentional. I think you can be unintentionally inauthentic, but I think you have to be intentionally fake. Absolutely. Uh, and and so and and I think everybody's guilty of being fake. I mean, you know, does this outfit, you know? Make my legs look long or whatever. Uh, no, no, oh, you look great. Your pants look great. They they stop mid calf. They're they're not capri, and you're not one of the Fab Five on Queer Eye. So no, you look great. I mean, that's not being fake. It's not being authentic either. It's trying I mean, to be but gentle it's, with it's, people. Yeah, but, it's totally avoiding the inevitable hurt feeling. <laughs> well, yeah, and that that brings up the question: like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna ask. Am I asking for honesty or am I asking to be affirmed? Right. And so I, I think a friend doesn't shield our eyes from the bitter gaze of the fact that I might look like I'm a watermelon on toothpicks, you know. You don't look like watermelon on toothpicks today. Kind of do. So uh but uh, notice I didn't ask cuz I don't want to know. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, are red and you're purple. I do think that uh that being honest is a part of being in in solid authentic relationship with people. And honesty is not always easy and there are people who aren't always ready for it. Um I'm wary of people who are super honest, quote unquote, with others and aren't willing to hear honest remarks about themselves that makes me nervous because I feel like that's unfair and inauthentic in its own way but um but I have to focus on me and what I need to be doing and how I need to be present for people and how what what measure I, I think there's something called measured truthfulness you know um so that when you are asked a question and you feel like oh gosh this is set up to hurt someone's feelings like you can be measuredly truthful Right, like give just enough to plant the seed without going all the way, and like you kind of look like toothpick being instead of a watermelon poking a toothpick. Or like a toothpick. you know, well, I mean, you look nice. Your pants aren't, you know, they're definitely not too long. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's not even noticeable. <laughs> it's not even noticeable. <laughs> and I'm sure. I think it's supposed to rain today, so you're probably gonna be one of the lucky ones. Yeah, it's awesome. So anyway, I think that we can be truthful in a kind and gentle way and in a way that says, I care about you and I want you to, I want you to be affirmed. I want you to be your best self, but I also know that you, you would want to know the truth and I want to share that with you. But in order to even be there, you have to have been developing a friendship. You have to have been developing intimacy with one another, a solid relationship that is built on the rock of of uh, time together and commitment and dedication and involvement, curiosity, concern, care. So I think 
this idea of community requires time together. It requires honesty. It requires checking up on things and making sure that relationships are healthy. And, you know, relationships don't have an engine light. And I guess if you're paying attention, there are indicators. I think that's one of my problems is that if it's not flashing and beeping and reaching out of the dashboard and slapping me in the face, then I'm probably not going to see it. Um, and that is a problem of mine. I get that. But relationships, while not having indicating lights, they do have indicators that things aren't the way they could be. I'm not going to say the way they should be, but the way they could be. But I also think that you don't take your car into the mechanic and hand them the keys and say, the lights are blinking, take it, I'm done. I'm going to get another car. Yeah. Like, we don't do that. Why? Well, because we've invested, you know, so-and-so thousand dollars in it. Okay. How much more have you invested in your relationship? You're not going to just take your relationship to the marriage counselor and drop the keys off and say, too many lights, too much time needed in the shop. I'm leaving it there. Don't do that. Work on it. This is a good episode. Well, I know that we're only 17 minutes in. But we only have another couple of minutes because of my ridiculousness. It's not ridiculous. What he means by that is he's going to help people and be selfless. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not selfless. But I do like to help people if I can. Well, I think authenticity is um, a great conversation. I, I, think, think it's, I, I think it's elusive. I'm not sure it's real. Yeah. I don't, it, think, I don't think it's real. It's like trying to catch your shadow, isn't it? I don't think there's, there are people who are authentic, 100%. I just don't. I don't know how. it's. I, I can't wrap my dumb brain around 100% authenticity. Yeah, I don't know what that would look like. Because fear and gentleness <laughs> yeah. and compassion and empathy. Um, you know, I'm not going to say to the person who constantly talks and never shuts up, you constantly talk and you never shut up and give someone else. Like, I'm not going to do that. That isn't kind. Uh, it isn't necessary. It might be true, but it doesn't pass all three of those gates. Right. So I'm not going to do that. Does that mean I'm inauthentic? Or is my authenticity in that I'm the kind of person who wouldn't do that? Hmm. So I'm being authentic by not doing that. So I, I think that's kind of where I come down on it is my authenticity is the fact that I'm genuinely and generally speaking always trying to be kind to people. And there are times when I get really mad at people. I do not like when people are incompetent. I do not like when people cut me off on you know, the roadway. I do not, I do not, I do not. The other day I was leaving Kroger and someone <laughs> had put their cart in the middle of a parking spot and I can't see it from where I am in the driver's side of my truck because it's low. And so I start to pull off. There's no car in front of me. I start to pull off and I hear this boom. And I'm like, I just hit someone. <laughs> I didn't. It was, I just bumped a cart. No, no harm, no foul. But And the 82-year-old like, lady that's recovering. Why, there were no cars for four spots. It was late at night. Why did someone do that? That's just frustrating. Selfish, right? 100%. Ticks me off. Yeah. Uh, I was mad, and that's my authenticity. I'm not interested in projecting an image of perfection. I used to be. 
Yeah. I used to be desiring to be polished and framed and ready to hang on the wall and people can just look at it like in a museum. And marvel. And I, I, that, was, that was me. That's not me anymore because I don't care what people think about me. Kind of freeing. Well, I'm working on that per our last well, couple episodes ago. They don't know. They don't right. know you. They don't. People think they know you. They don't. Part of that's because they can't. Part of that's because you won't let them. Part of that's because they don't really want to. Like there are a lot of, I'm talking you meaning anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, I think that's, that's just part of it. But anyway, I think that's, I think that's what authenticity means. It means that you are who you are in that moment and you are doing your best. And uh, when you stop doing your best, that doesn't mean you're not in, not authentic. It just means you're, you stop doing your best. That's authentically <laughs> me right now. I'm authentically not at my, at my best. I'm definitely not at my best right now. I am. And that's okay a too. Wasted shell of because a as a good community p- member and as your friend, I love you where you're at. You told me that one time. You said love them where they're at. Yeah, so. and I'm just tired. That's yeah, basically I'm, it. I'm just I'm, I'm tired and 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 a little worn and it's hungry and cold. Definitely and, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I fasted yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was just it was nice. Well, I so love you, dude. I love you too. And and a shout out to community and to friendships and to family and to spouses and to children and to not giving up on each other and making a way and moving forward and trying to get better and being forgiving and accepting and showing empathy and learning to really listen and be curious and show care and concern. Other than that, I think we've pretty much got it made. <laughs> Amen. I'm Nathan. I'm Jonathan. This is You'll Die Trying. <laughs>